0: My name is Corey Smith. I'm the Family Life Minister here at St. John, and so I get to work with the youth, and we had an awesome experience this summer uh, at the National Youth Gathering. The National Youth Gathering happens every three years, and uh, about a year ago, I stood in this exact same spot, and I brought a little bit of a dilemma to you guys of the congregation, and I said, We've got an awesome camp ministry that a lot of kids go to and it's kind of expensive and this National Youth Gathering is really awesome and it's really expensive Um, and I'm afraid that people are going to have to pick and choose between one or the other and so I, I brought that dilemma to you guys, the congregation, and I said help. Can you sponsor a youth? Can you help a kid get to the National Youth Gathering? And you guys responded by donating over $20,000 to make sure that, the, that some of those kids could get to the youth gathering that wouldn't have otherwise. So um, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. And so we're gonna do a lot of showing you some pictures and let them do a lot of the talking. Some of the kids are gonna talk today too. Um, but I, as you see those faces, and, and a lot of them are smiling and laughing faces, I want you to know um, that not all of them would have been there without you guys, uh, without your support. Uh, without your prayers, without you just being a big part of making this ministry happen for the youth and uh, they're going to do an awesome job one of one of our youth had to leave, they couldn't be here for all the services, so you'll see a, a little bit of a, a videotape in there. You'll understand when you get a, a chance to see it. But I need to set the video up for you so you understand what you're about to see. The National Youth Gathering uh, happens every three years the best thing the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod does, and it is it's exhausting it is really exhausting and let me explain to you kind of the schedule that that they were on. Uh, We flew in, ate dinner, checked in our hotel and went to bed. Well they didn't go to bed. They should have but they didn't but let's not talk about that. Uh, And then we got up in the morning and we needed to acclimate ourselves to the city so we played an amazing race game that kind of took us all over the city and that uh, brought us just in time for the first mass event to happen at U.S. Bank Stadium and U.S. Bank Stadium is where the Minnesota Vikings play. And so that's where our mass events, our evening um, experiences were going to happen. And those were powerful experiences. So that, those would happen into the evening. And then we'd go back to the hotel. And then we'd talk about what happened at the mass event. We debrief together as a small group. And then we'd go to bed. And most of them went to bed. And then we'd leave the hotel by 8 o'clock in the morning the next morning. So sometimes we'd get to bed at 1 or 2 and leave the hotel at 8 a.m. We'd we'd walk to the convention center, and then we would do a Bible study at the convention center. And then the rest of the day was spent at the convention center, and there were different interest centers and breakouts and different things that they could learn that they wanted to learn. And so that's kind of how they spent their evenings. So we're just going to give you a taste of what that national youth gathering experience was like. Um, in this video. And the last thing I wanna share with you before we start the video is that uh, the mass event speakers were were extremely powerful and they shared their stories with us so that we could kinda connect to their stories. Um, We had a public school teacher who stopped a school shooting um, and ended up taking bullets himself in the process. Um, And he shared his experience with us uh, at one of the mass events. We had a DCE student who lost multiple family members. Um, it kind of in succession, and he talked about that loss in his life and how God got him through that. We had a woman who uh, was called to make a difference in her community and was doing that, and she shared that story with us. We had a pastor who was a refugee, and, uh, and he became a pastor and then started ministering to that refugee community that he lived in. We had a college professor who shared his experiences with us as a Christian, and we had a young woman who overcame um, extreme bullying and uh, with God's help, and is, is still around to talk about it today. So those were some of just the, the messages, the big messages that we got in those evening experiences. So we're gonna let the video do a lot of talking. Oh my <laughs> Hey guys, here we are. We're about to hand out these backpacks to these kids. They're really needy. <laughs> they, don't, they actually don't have any backpacks for Bibles here. So we're doing a really good service. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Oh, my soul. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving me.
1: Come on, BJ.
2: It was lit dude. We won! Yeah! yeah. We <laughs> Emery Waxman, and I was one of the 50 kids who were blessed to be able to attend the National Youth Gathering this summer. The theme was Real, Present, God. Psalm 46-1 was the main verse for the gathering, and it says, God is our refuge and strength, and ever-present help in trouble. This really spoke to me during the gathering, and let me tell you how. One Mass event that really impacted me is when Emily, one of the MC's of the event, shared part of her story about how her friend passed away in a car accident. Now, I had just gone in a car accident three weeks before the gathering. I was coming back from Mission Arlington, our pre-gathering service project. No one got hurt, but I was still blaming myself and thinking about the what ifs that could have happened. After hearing this story, it really made me grateful, brought me peace, and help me see how God was our strength and protector in that day. Due to this experience and so many others from the gathering that I can't share today because I don't think we have enough time, I'm more open with God and with myself. I not only grew in my faith, but it has impacted me in the way I want to live the rest of my life. Now let's watch a little more.
0: Stadium, it's just, it's amazing. You just really can't be
1: anything like that other than So, probably the
0: stadium and sleep, because I do mostly. God is with us through the ups and the downs. God is with us, whether you're on top of the world, or in my case, literally just got shot. God is personal, He doesn't answer the problem of evil
1: with philosophy, but with his own body.
2: No, I did everything that the doctors told me to do. With transferring high schools and getting help, I
0: was still bullied. And God is powerful. The embodied act of Jesus was able to overcome the power of sin, death, and hell.
2: But there were small moments where I saw that God was protecting me, and was alongside me, even when people were threatening to kill me.
0: He is your refuge and strength. He always has been, and he always will be. What was your favorite part about today? What did you just say? Uh, meeting the speaker. You what did you say? Here's the report. The God who took from nothing and created the universe with all the beautiful harmony, the sun and the planets, the earth teeming with life, From the majestic mountains to the untold depths of the oceans, the jungles and the forests, to all the wonders of nature. The God who created life, who created the mind, who knows the numbers of the hairs on your head, that God also created Carl. Uh, if, if I, if I had to put one on top, Gluten-free Wheatens, best cereal.
2: We're having a great time in Minnesota. You betcha. I'm most excited for all my sessions tomorrow
0: because they seem really interesting and I just want to learn more. The Men's Center is our uh, interest center home. We're going to do Bible studies in the morning here and learn lots of other cool stuff as we go. And I'm just really excited that they're excited about what they're going to learn.
1: This trip has been the trip of a lifetime. If you have never been to one, I would strongly encourage it. You can't understand it until you go. Definitely go because the night events are life changing. That's all I have to say. Turns out, I have a little bit more to say. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ryan McCaskill. As we progressed through our journey at the National Youth Gathering, we were presented with the opportunity to attend sectionals that were almost as powerful as mass events, but as equally important as them. These were Sunday School-like classes on different topics, ranging from video games to defending your faith. These were taught by various people of many different backgrounds, but with one common trait, our belief in Jesus. My favorite sectional I attended was one named, I doubted. Throughout the time the speaker presented, he highlighted that doubt is more than often important to strengthening our faith. He highlighted a study done by a university that followed people who have doubted their faith. Some brought it forward and talked about it, and some didn't. The ones who opened up stated that their faith was strengthened by confronting their doubts instead of hiding those concerns away and letting them eat at their faith. I have learned from this sectional and many others that my doubts can always be tended to through the help of others and, most importantly, by trust in God himself. I leave you with a verse that has stuck with me since that class and that has played a part in the way I live my life each and every day. From Isaiah chapter 40, Don't you know? Haven't you heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. He created all the world. He never grows tired or weary. No one understands his thoughts. He strengthens those who are weak and tired. Now back to the video. Me every time you didn't switch the pages, hold on, that was really loud. I'm sorry. Okay, the National Youth Gathering was at times hot, sticky, and uncomfortable, but it was all worth it in the end. There were so many great experiences I could take away from it. Jesus really came to me that week in Minnesota. My biggest takeaway isn't how God affected me, but it was how oh, but how he affected others. <laughs> Here's a story. As we boarded a plane for the last leg of our trip home, I was able to talk to one of the flight attendants, and she asked me if I wanted to talk at the intercom. I said yes, and then I went up there, and the Holy Spirit led me to pray for everybody. I didn't know, like, half the people on that, like, thing, so it was kind of weird, but I did it. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't any laughter involved, but it was effective in its own way. I think it was pretty rad.
0: Thank you. We truly have a real present God. He was really present um, on our flight home. I've never uh, heard the flight attendants turn over the PA to someone and then let them pray over a flight before. I mean, it's just awesome. He was really present in our sectionals. He's really present with practical ways that faith impacts and brings peace um, to kids' lives who are troubled by different things. And, and we learned all of that. and We got to experience all of that because of the National Youth Gathering, um, because of your congreg- because of you, the congregation, and your support. So um, I get to tell a little story, too. And so this is, this is Corey's story time. Um, the National Youth Gathering was, was tiring. I mean, all of them will talk about it. We have a little bit of a blooper reel um, at the end, and you wouldn't imagine how many times the kids said that they were tired into the camera but if you stick around you can see it uh, at the end and they they are they're tired because we get every ounce of energy out of them and and we get them to put that energy into growing their faith and it's it's well worth it and so um, we would get back from that mass event and the kids just often they just wanted to go to sleep they didn't want to debrief and I'm like no we, we got to do this this is worth it and so we put the hard work in for a couple days and we debriefed in the evening. And then finally, we kind of had a breakthrough night. And little did I know that during, during those first couple days that one of our youth was journaling the whole time, and uh, he wrote a, a poem and shared it with, with a couple of the adults. And we said, yeah, in today's um, debrief tonight, we'll talk about this. We'll share this poem with everybody. And so this is my opportunity to share that poem with you guys. Um, And it fits in real nicely uh, with finding we in a world for me. It's entitled Zebra. I feel as if I'm in a herd of zebra, and Satan is a pack of lions, and they are chasing the herd of zebra, which the youth is like the herd of zebra, and I'm the lone zebra that split from the herd, and Satan turned his attention on me, seeking to devour me. See, we've been talking about this world um, that should be about we, but, but it's made out to be about me. And sometimes we forget that when it's about me, we're standing all alone by ourselves. And that's not a good place to be if there's a spiritual battle raging where Satan wants to come and devour us. And that's, that's what this youth felt in the midst of our group. Still felt kind of on the outside of this group. And that stretched us at the gathering in the middle of that debrief. That debrief took longer than any other that we had because there were some real issues that we needed to discuss. And it it was like a a catalyst for more conversations to happen and more people shared more deeper emotions and thoughts and experiences. And that really stretched our group. It stretched our group in a way that brought us together. I know that kind of sounds backwards, but that's the way that the Holy Spirit works that when he wants us to grow, he stretches us, and that's uncomfortable. And that maybe isn't what we want to do, but in the long run, it's what brings the best results. And so that's a big piece of what, what we experience um, at the National Youth Gathering. And, um, and there's so many more. I, I, could, I could go on for an hour. I'm not gonna, I'm almost done. For those of you who are like, oh, he's got a 20-minute sermon now. No, no, no. I just get to tell a couple of stories. Um, we had the prayer on the phone. I had a kid tell me, because of the National Youth Gathering, I kind of slept, walked through my faith, and because of the National Youth Gathering, I now know that I'm going to heaven. And I heard that, I'm like, wow, okay, that was, that was awesome, that was worth it. We had another kid who said, I think I want to be a military chaplain when I'm done with, with high school. I think that's a direction I want to go, because of one of the interest centers that they were in. I had another youth who said, every time I watch a Vikings game, I'm going to remember that I took communion on the 20-yard line. I, like, absolutely, that National Youth Gathering is just going to stick with these kids forever for the rest of their lives. And, and you guys made this all possible for them, um, you and, and the parents. And their faith is in a completely different place than it would have been without this experience. So I want to leave you with this last thought um, John is Jesus' disciple, and uh, he is the disciple whom Jesus loved. He hung out with Jesus for three years during his public ministry. And uh, he was there from the beginning all the way to the cross. And John reminds us of something. He, he takes his collective experience and he puts it together in a biography account of Jesus' life. And we know that as the Gospel of John, right? Towards the end of the Gospel of John, he's not even done, but for some reason, he tells us, like, hey, I want to let you know why I wrote all this stuff. And this is what he says, In John chapter 20 he says, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not recorded in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. And we shared with you guys some of our experiences. There are many more that happened, many more that happened, but I want you to know um, that these kids faith was changed because of this experience they know Jesus in a way that they wouldn't have known him quite as deeply without a national youth gathering experience. And so it's just been a a tremendous blessing for me, a tremendous blessing for our ministry. And so I just want to say one last time, thank you very much.